Good morning, Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. These boys are into anime now. <laughs> We're making anime. <laughs> Next to Tass, it's the bearded one with Top Shot Hot Boy, Drake Kirby. Ayo! Ayo! That one's for you, J-Mac. Yeah. <laughs> it's for you, buddy. And over yonder... Making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team. Shout out to J-Mac. He was calling me out, saying my AOs lacked energy. He was right. <laughs> he, he was right. Mm-hmm. I was trying to downplay the AOs, if I'm being quite honest, but yeah. <laughs> the people want to hear a loud AO, that's what they're going to get. Hell yeah. <laughs> stream team live right now on YouTube. You love to see it. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Subscribe if you haven't done that. Come on, let's not get crazy here. And comment away. Share the show. If you have questions, send them in. Nodunksattheathletic.com. You can tweet them in at Inc. That's I-N-C on the end. And go get your No Dunks merch. Like this sweet shirt. Good morning, sweet world. Uh, at Nodunks.com. Immaculate items always available there. Okay. I want to jump right into it because there's a million games on last mm-hmm. night, and we're going to try our best to at least tackle them a little bit, one by one. Uh, you know what? We're not going to talk about the Clippers game, okay? I'm just going to tell you right now. Just rip the band off. We're not talking about the Clippers Rockets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Otherwise, we might get to all of them. We're going to play a little What You Got. What you got? What you got? What you got there? An item from the nodunks.com store? All right. What you got? I've never heard it called the (laughs) nodunks.com store. (laughs) It's very 1995 style to say that, I feel like. Uh, All right. First one here. Bigger shot, guys. I'm getting right into it. Bigger shot last night in the association. Miami Heat's Tyler Heroes game-winning three with like second and a half to go against the Kings. Or... The Lakers, Matt Ryan in the corner at the buzzer to force overtime against the Pelicans. What you got, Tasmellis? Easy answer. The Lakers, Matt Ryan. A beauty pass from Austin Reeves Ooh, to, nice. to, to start it off. A soccer ball pass from across the floor. Larry Nance, who was guarding him, wasn't even thinking that he was going to try and go 50 feet to the opposite corner. A beautiful pass. And then Matt Ryan, the sharpshooter, this guy was door dashing not too long ago and then he found his footing the rare look down at my feet to make sure i'm behind the line before letting it rip and hitting the shot matt ryan's got to shoot some more he's got to play some more this guy is the number one shooter here for the lakers 45 percent from three he was reinserted for that 1.3 seconds remaining Mm -hmm. and he had been sitting for like 15 minutes he comes in he buries it and let him celebrate Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly just ran him down and said, no, 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 no. There's overtime there to be played. Yeah, 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 relax. This is Matt Ryan. Again, he was door dashing not too long ago. He was in the G League. This guy wants to shoot. He wants to be uh, LeBron's right-hand man. As he told Joe Varden on The Athletic, he says, I'm going to earn LeBron's trust. And, yeah, he's a bench player right now, but uh, he's the number one shooter on this team because he can – I can't believe that there aren't more players that look at their feet um, before they fire, and uh, they're just so good, they know where their feet are. But Matt Ryan made sure he was behind the line, and I wish we had a little bit more of a celebration. But uh, either way, either way, a good, a nice good gallop. Shot. Yeah, he got a gallop in. I mean, the place went nuts. Yep. Lakers had blown a 16-point lead in this, and they shouldn't even have had the chance to tie this if Dyson Daniels could hit a free throw. I mean, he just he left the door open there for that unbelievable pass from Reeves to Ryan, and hell of a shot. 
incredible play there and he does have a crazy story this guy he attended three universities and he went undrafted and he's like you said uh, working as a DoorDash delivery guy worked in a cemetery uh, NFL before that it's yeah, true <laughs> crazy man you know maybe both. overrated as a thrower I don't know I don't know <laughs> surprised they didn't have him throwing the pass really yeah right uh, both coming off the bench now big big shot there and then they went on to win that's the big part here and that's yeah. you know the, again they blew a lead but the Lakers pulled it out in overtime so can you make a case for for heroes over Matt Ryan's tray? Uh, no. No, you can't. It was a game winner, though. That is yeah, the one case yeah. for Tyler Hero, is that it was a game-winning shot that he made. But, you know, the game was tied. He left a tiny bit of time left on the clock, so a little bit less pressure, I think, than Matt Ryan. But if you're the Heat, you love to get the dub, and you love that Tyler Hero had a pretty awesome game. Uh, with Jimmy Butler out of the lineup there yeah. for Miami as well. They needed somebody to step up, and it was Hero last night. Yeah, I will say about Tyler Heroes, I think he did a little shuffling. It was impressive that he had to go up for his second attempt. Like He was, he, he went up in his uh, his motion there. He stopped because there was a defender there. Yep. I think he did a little drink and a two-step to get a little <laughs> bit free. Uh, but it was, it was very, very tiny, so I think it would be hard for the referee to call. But uh, I think just a tiny bit of a, a shuffle uh, b- oh, before he got his shot up. Both of those footsies move is what you're saying. Yeah, but even I, I tried to slow this down and look at it. It's it's difficult to tell, so I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have called it. But I will say in the other game as well, just to throw it over there. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan saved LeBron from a little bit of ridicule okay. as well because just because yeah, the obviously the Pelicans could have sealed it at the end of regulation there with a Dyson Daniels free throw. But before that, Larry Nance stopped LeBron and then got a dunk uh, the other way to make it a three-point game. So I think if the Lakers don't hit that wild shot, uh, that they'd be talking about LeBron and him looking a tiny bit older, as he has been. He has been looking, you know, not quite himself. But either way, cool to see the Lakers come through for him. As much as you want to be a Laker hater, uh, uh, a lot of people want to be Laker haters. I think it was it was a nice little moment for the Lakers, and it's kind of hard to hate on them. I think the Nets are doing a good job of taking all the snide from the Lakers right now, and Russ is playing well off the bench. So, best two and five team in history. That's what I'm going <laughs> wow. with. Wow, doubling down. <laughs> I don't that, know. <laughs> Somebody going to check me on that? Two and five. You're going to go through the the history of the I NBA. I ain't doing it. He's, no, no the Lakers. The Lakers are the best two and five team in history. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Pelicans had no Brandon Ingram, who is still out because of the concussion, and then no Herb Jones. Maybe he's in on. The, well, he's definitely 100%. in on that final play. He's probably shutting that down, blocking. He's probably it in the not corner. guarding Matt Ryan, if we're being quite honest. Oh, they need a three at that point. I mean, you know, they probably have him on one up. of the two stars. I would guess, but it would have helped having him there uh, rather than who was it? Uh, Trey Murphy the third. I think it was maybe Garden in the corner there. But honestly, a really nice win for the Lakers. Six players in double digits. The vibes seem to have shifted, honestly, since Westbrook went to the bench. Even though he's playing with LeBron and AD a ton still. (laughs) It's just like he figured out, oh, when I went went to the bench, I can just pass the ball. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Nine assists for Westbrook. They're using him as a roller a ton, but I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, We talked about vibes, I think, on on the drop last week on Friday. Vibes for the Nets were better than the Lakers at that point. Things have changed yeah, it's flipped. in a few days here. Yeah, Anthony Davis, you know, playing through this back injury too. He had 20 and 16, four blocks again for him. And Lonnie Walker, the fourth, um, he's had these like flashes early in the season where he has a big game and then he sort of goes missing. But last night in 40 minutes with it going to overtime, 28 points for him. And he hit five threes, you know. Matt Ryan off the bench with three. 
including the one to get him overtime, but Lonnie Walker, they needed all five of those. Yeah. Um, so they need shooting, and, <laughs> you know, LeBron was 0 for 7 last night from distance. So Yeah, Lonnie coming through in the starting lineup because it really feels like there's nobody else in that starting lineup right now. And I've you know, I made some jokes about, yeah, Matt Ryan, the Indianapolis Colt, has been benched. Uh, will, will Matt Ryan, the Los Angeles Laker, ever see a starting lineup because they could use some in the starting lineup? It's doubtful. But uh, every time he gets on the floor, he lets them rip. 11 field goal attempts in 18 minutes in this one. Yeah. They need every single one. They're happy. Westbrook is happy to find them. And, uh, yeah, I wanted to see Westbrook celebrate with Matt Ryan, his bench buddy right there. It almost happened. Uh, but, yeah, a cool, a cool moment there. And, yeah, Tyler Hero, as much as we – as I said about the, uh, the little, the little two-step, he was cooking like old Tyler Hero because Jimmy Butler was out of that game and he was just allowed to go off. So, Jimmy uh, – some hip discomfort <laughs> fishy stuff with Jimmy always missing a few games every mm-hmm. single season but Tyler Hero needs to get going and uh you know I, I, we'll get to Garland and Mitchell but that's what made me think of the, the your turn my turn thing that the Cavs are doing well right now uh, to start the season that's what the, the Heat are looking for with Jimmy and Tyler Hero and the Heat fans are very happy that Kyle Lowry had a good game last night that was one of his best games of this season. 22 points, 7 assists. He hit a couple threes, 8 of 14 overall. That's really good for Kyle. A couple steals in there as well, three turnovers. And then, bam, too. Like, these guys, especially if Jimmy's not playing, Hero is going to go and score. I mean, he has uh, made a lot of money already in his young career doing that. But they need Lowry and Bam to play up to their capabilities. And, bam, good game. 20, 11, and 6. That's what you want from Bam, uh, again, with no Jimmy in the lineup. So, good win there for the Heat. Look, the Kings tough it's a tough loss they've had a, a tough couple loss. tough losses here and you know the record is well it's not great but the defense looked a little bit better in this game you know it's a low scoring game for the most well 110 107 in the end is that low scoring in today's game <laughs> <laughs> i guess it sort of is i don't know all right let's keep it going here our next what you got more entertaining game from last night celtics Cavs also going to overtime once again or the Jazz Mavs uh, with Luka scoring over 30 again and just beating those pesky Utah Jazz by three. What you got, Trey? Oh, Celtics-Cavs, easily the game of the night. Early game of the season candidate, would you say? Maybe our first game of the season candidate or the previous Celtics-Cavs overtime yeah. game. Uh, either way, whatever whatever you want to call it, the game of the season. I do think this was the game of the night, and it almost ended up being a one-point victory for the Boston Celtics. As predicted by me during the show yesterday, it almost ended up twice being a one-point victory for the Celtics. They had a chance to win it at the end of regulation. They had a chance to win it at the end of overtime, but it ended up being a victory for the Cavs. And what an exciting victory this was. Getting Darius Garland back, one-eyed Willie out there, 29 points, 12 assists. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't – I don't know. I guess I kind of discounted what he would be returning but it was just an eye poke, right? Like, he could keep his legs underneath him. He could still be getting his cardio up, and it looked like he was ready to play. I thought the fit looked okay with Mitchell. He mm-hmm. kind of struggled through the game, but then took over late in this one, finished with 25 points. Awesome seeing Darius Garland throw an alley-oop to Donovan Mitchell on the fast break in crunch time. You don't expect that from a couple of six foot one, six foot two guys. That was wicked to see. Jason Tatum at the end of regulation. Monster oh. dunk oh on Jared God. Allen. Could have got the foul call. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see a no call in that situation. Blocked the shot on the other end as well. That was great. And I thought Karis LeVert on the glass was a huge advantage for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He finished with eight boards. Came up with a couple of clutch ones uh, in the fourth quarter and in overtime. So a fun game, uh, just like the previous one between the Cavs yeah. and the Celtics was. Maybe they could meet in the playoffs. We'll see when it all comes down to seeding. If so... 
This could be like Bulls versus Celtics 2009. We're going to overtime every single so, game. Exciting stuff. Absolutely amazing for Darius Garland to be playing in his first game with Donovan Mitchell, essentially, here. His first crunch time minutes for them to look that decent going down the wire. I think they're answering every single question that we had about them. Yeah. Are they too small to defend as a backcourt? They tried to go at Donovan Mitchell. He was he was definitely holding his own. They tried to isolate him. They'll be fine with that. Do they have a third score? Well, when you have Donovan Mitchell going back to the old Utah Jazz bubble days, basically, looking like the guy before last season, it almost doesn't matter. But even though those two guys in Garland and Mitchell took 11 of the last 14 shots, I still think they were getting Evan Mobley involved enough in the fourth quarter, allowing him to shoot, and Jared Allen, and and also Karis LeVert taking his time. And do they have enough of a supporting cast to be a, a contender? The answer is absolutely yes. Karis LeVert looking a lot better in that role. Uh, Dean Wade, we can make fun of his name because it's not Dwayne Wade, uh, but he that guy comes in and fires, and he played Jalen Brown as well as he possibly could there at the end of mm-hmm. uh, overtime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they just have every single thing that a contender needs. And uh, I, I think it's absolutely fine calling them a contender. The Bucks are by far and away the number one team in the Eastern Conference. But if you line up the Cavs in a series against the Celtics, the Sixers, the Heat, Raptors. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Yep. Yeah, fine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, 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 May not they may not be the favorite, but they could win any of those series. Right, so right, I think right. it's it's fine to throw them in the contender status because everybody down on Donovan Mitchell. I think that's the biggest thing coming into this season. But again, if he is a number one scorer, and I guess the other question I didn't get to was, can they just adapt around Donovan Mitchell? Will the culture be all right? Will they will they say, oh, no, this is my team, Darius Garland or Jared Allen and Evan Mobley? They could they could have, but. I mean, he's fit in perfectly, and uh, yeah, the locker room is is great. I think they've answered every single question, and it, and they're only going to get better. This is this yeah. is their first freaking game together, essentially Garland and Mitchell. So, I'm buying that they can do it. No, it's an incredible start to their season. They they lose their first game by what three points to the Raptors, if I remember correctly, and then have you know ripped off this winning streak without Garland for the most of it. He returns last night. There's some concern like, oh, this could take a while. You're right. It's just an eye. I look nasty. Oh, my yeah, look, God. Yeah. Look gross. Um, but he comes out. He's buckets right away. And then why you went and traded all your like future assets for a player like Donovan Mitchell is a perfect example of last night's game against a really good team in the Celtics who have stars of their own, multiple stars of their own that can get them a bucket or get to the line in, in a tight game. That's what they have now in Mitchell to pair with Garland. We talked about it time and time again last year. Like, yeah, the defense, incredible for the Cavs. Garland, an all-star, like really blossom into that player. But when it got into crunch time, you could just focus on Garland. If you took him away, you it was going to be a, a, a tough win for the Cavs to pull mm-hmm. it out because, you know, you're asking a bunch of guys to do a lot of stuff maybe they're not comfortable with. Now you have Mitchell, and it's like, my God. Like, I mean, he, he like he had a bad game overall, but not when you go watch the final couple minutes and uh, into the overtime period. I mean, he's just like the confidence. He's, he's at that sort of superstar level there. So what a pairing and uh, what an unbelievable start again here, the Cavs. They started hot last year, um, but it feels definitely feels different having a Donovan Mitchell on your team this year. And if the, big, if the bigs can stay healthy, they should be one of these top teams in the East. Mitchell's a lot better driver than Garland is, yeah. and that's huge because he's going to get free throw attempts, which is why he's taken so many more free throw attempts than Garland has uh, in his career. So being able to have a couple of guys comfortable with the ball in their hands, scoring from outside, 
getting in the lane as well, because Garland does do a good job of getting in the lane. He's just more of a creator when he gets there, whereas Mitchell's looking to get a bucket. But take your pick between the two of them, and that's the that's the thing. They've got two on the outside, two on the inside. Nice stuff. As for Luca beating the, oh, the, yeah. the, the pesky Jazz, like I said, um, I'm pretty amazing here that Luca 33-11-5 last night, he's scored over 30 points every single game this season, and that has not been done. This streak of 30-plus since, I think, young MJ – you know, back in the uh, the mid '80s, there. Well, he did. MJ was six. Six he's, straight. He's, he's passed, now passed him with he's, seven. He's gone know? to Wilt territory. Oh, yeah. What yeah, would Wilt do? Like fifty? <laughs> yeah. Sixty straight, I don't know probably. What it was. A lot. Twenty-three straight. Okay. Uh, in the '62, '63 season. Uh, Lucas said, hit the road, Jack Twyman, last night. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, leaving Twyman oh. in the dust. Oh. I would argue that the Mavs are maybe the best night-to-night watch in the NBA. Luca dominating right now. Like we're talking about, he's doing a Wilt Chamberlain streak. That's fun to watch anytime. Mm-hmm. They've played seven games so far. Five of them either went to overtime or were a one possession game. Jesus. They're playing all close games right now because Luca comes in. They're incredible. Things don't always go as well when he's sitting on the bench. Fourth quarters are a bit of an adventure right now for the Mavs because it's all coming down to Luca, but. You're getting close games, and you're getting monster highlights every single night, so you got to be watching the Mavs. I'm sure a lot of people are, but keep doing it. Yeah, and then this was a great quote from Luca after the game. When he's asked to reflect on this streak here, these mm-hmm. 30-plus point games to start the season, Luca rubbed his beard and hesitated before answering. <laughs> Way to set the story there, AP report. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's Luca. I don't know. I'm just trying to win games. The player that scores more, you're going to win the game. I think today was one of the best games that I've played. I'm not forcing a lot, and I'm sharing the ball. (laughs) The player that scores more, you're going to win the game. The player, not the team, the player. This guy guy is a team. He is the Dallas Mavericks right now, I think is what he's getting at. But I did like the passing. I think think that was was an important part of his game. And and on the other side, uh, Jordan Clarkson had eight assists. And uh, I know I feel like I'm already repeating myself when talking about the Utah Jazz and why they're executing. It's because everyone can make a play, but everyone can only make a play if they have the ball. And I think Jordan Clarkson is doing something that he's never done in his career, <laughs> and that's uh, be a playmaker. Yeah, yeah, eight helpers, a season high for him. He's averaging 5.6 assists per game this season. That's double his career average. So he is, uh, yeah, just just one of the boys with the Utah Jazz. If everybody is sharing, mm-hmm. uh, then then Kelly Olenek can make a play. Then. Uh, Larry Marketing can make a play. If it's old Jordan Clarkson, then it, it ain't happening. But him and Conley sharing the duties, and that's why they're six and three. They they are still tough tough out, and they could have easily won this game as well. So I don't know. They're not going away. Right. They're not. They're, they'll still be in every single game. They're they're also one of the uh, the great league pass watches. Although they don't have a Luca. I just looked it up. Eight assists for Jordan Clarkson. That is a lot for a guy like him. But not his career high. Huh. Had eleven. In his rookie season with the Lakers, Lakers. And he's had a couple games yeah. where he's yeah. had ten as well. So, but eight, you know, obviously a season high, and uh, a lot of years that is his. That would be a season high. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of dimes for a guy like Clarkson. All right, our next one here. Let's get three games in here. All right, and just jam them in. Uh, more impressive road victory. Was it the Hawks in MSG coming back from like twenty-three down? Was it the Grizzlies in Portland last night? Fun game, or was it the Wizards? on the road in the very early start time last night uh, in Philadelphia. No Joel Embiid, but uh, KP and Beal having good games. Hawks, Grizzlies, or Wizards, Tass, more impressive road victory. Yeah, the uh, the Phillies 
bumped the Sixers start to pretty early. I was, I was looking for a no-hits because there was a no-hitter in the World Series yesterday, so I was looking for whoa, a, a no-hitter. Whoa, 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 hold on. Yeah, Serious? Yeah. There was uh, a no-hitter? The, the Astros no-hit the Phillies. T- team no-hitter? Combined. Combined a no-hitter, yeah. Six, wow. six strong to start the game, but... It's it's a no hitter when you do it in the regular season. I don't like calling it a no hitter when it's a combined one, but it's when it's the postseason. <laughs> That's pretty World amazing. Series, the on. World Series, yeah. yeah. Uh, so pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I wasn't. I too got on the the, the old tube at whatever it was seven thirty. I said, "Whoa, we're in the third quarter. This must be an error." Error. <laughs> I saw people tweeting about the game, the and I was like, "What is going on at like six o'clock?" Yeah. So listen, it's a it's a long night. I didn't watch that game. I, I, I can't really comment on that game. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, okay. I'm going to be I've entirely thoughts, honest. Okay, yeah. yeah. The Hawks-Knicks one was just the one that was wild to watch the the way it went from a 23-point lead to the Hawks just running down <laughs> the throats of the New York Knicks in that third quarter. The Knicks only scored 10 points in that third quarter to turn this game around. I don't know if Julius Randle was having some flashbacks to losing to the Atlanta Hawks in the 2021 uh, playoffs there, but he looked bad. Trey even left this game with 8.40 left in the third quarter because he got hit in the eye area, uh, came back with the goggles. No goggles for Darius Garland. Kind of surprised by that, by the way. True. You, know, yeah. Yeah. you don't yeah. see that in the NBA very often. Just a huge eye and nothing on top of it. <laughs> but anyway, third quarter. Uh, that, that was that was the, the Hawks, that was, you know, you guys have been down to a game, yep. and it just doesn't feel like the Hawks ramp up the defense. That, that third quarter, it wasn't just Trey going to the bench. It was – just the entire squad and the Knicks not knowing what to do. Jalen Brunson did not look like a rock in that quarter. No. Uh, that was a that was the Dejounte Murray show. That's what you think of Dejounte Murray getting in the passing lanes, running it down the throat. He ended up with thirty six big ones. Uh, and how many career high for him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, was it six steals? I in think the so. End? Yeah. So uh, it's hard to say. Did the did the Hawks you know ramped up the defense or was it the Knicks you know falling apart in this one? The, Haw- the Knicks still don't play their best players, and that's uh, frustrating for 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 their fans. Obi Toppin had a great game to start. Didn't come in very early in the third quarter, and then the Quentin Grimes, he's coming back. He should be taking Fournier's minutes anyway. It's the, it was the, it was a pleasant surprise to see the Hawks playing defense. That's what it comes down to for me. Yeah, and we had just talked about because we had seen it with our own eyes, both down at the Fortress and then the other night. Uh, I forget who they were playing then, where they just sort of rolled over and died. And they could have done that in this game, and they didn't. Helped out by the Knicks coughing the ball over every single possession there in the in that third quarter. Yeah. Like they had ten points in that third quarter. You said they had ten turnovers. Yes, which is insane to do. They missed all nine of their threes. Tibbs just sat there and watched the world burn, too. I mean, <laughs> Tibbs is not going to be long coaching the Knicks here if this continues. Uh, I, like you're saying about who should be playing more and all that. Yeah, Grimes is hurt, giving so up that's, big leads. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm just, true. yeah, but anyway, uh, it was nice to see. The point of that is uh, the Hawks showing some fight to, to get back in there and led by DeJounte Murray, especially when, when Trey wasn't out there for a good chunk of it. Forcing a ton of turnovers is going to be the way that the Hawks have a good defense. So seeing them active is great, and seeing uh, a good game from Murray I think is awesome too because he's become one of the best post game quotes in the league. He said, uh, "Post game, I'm a confident player, and I say that in a very humble way." <laughs> <laughs> this guy's Connor for real. Never stop, never stopping out there. <laughs> Great line from him. Uh, speaking of no hitters, Sixers also threw a no hitter last night. Oh, they damn. were pretty weak inside against the Washington <laughs> oh Wizards. God. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that's Wizards fifty-seven percent from the field. Only turned the ball over seven times. No Embiid. So 
the Wizards went crazy inside. 68 to 38 points in the paint advantage for the Wizards. And yeah, the Sixers were playing small ball, but they were playing small ball with George Niang. They were playing small ball with Montrez Harrell, and they should have been playing small ball with Paul Reed. So kind of the same thing as Tom Thibodeau and Doc Rivers. The rotations are coming under fire right now. It was good to see uh, Maxi get hot uh, for the Sixers. I feel like he does that when they're able to play small and they're able to play a little bit faster. But a weird effort from the Sixers. Maybe it was because the game was moved up a little bit earlier and they didn't have Embiid out there. But there was no sort of resistance at all for Washington. No. Yes, that's uh, that's the no-hitter reference we needed, Trey. I knew, I <laughs> Thanks, knew, you'd, I knew you'd come through. Uh, yeah, on the, uh, the Knicks side, top tip, uh, we talked about the Quentin Grimes thing, playing younger guys. He's also will always play a center if he's got one available. Mm. <clears throat> and they look just big and stiff out there with Isaiah Hartenstein coming in for Mitchell Robinson, who was in foul trouble. Uh, so that was also a problem. That's that's the thing. He, I don't think he'll adapt to, to just play small like a lot of teams are doing it in the modern NBA, and Hartenstein just has difficulty playing out there with uh, perimeter players. But DeJounte Murray, as you said, I think he probably had on his brain, oh, it's it's – it's New York. They could have traded for me as well this offseason. And uh, there was, you know, some tiny bit of rumors there, although the Spurs surprised everybody. Uh, but uh, he's he's one of those guys to uh, keep something, keep something, uh, you know, on the shoulder there, a chip on his shoulder there to, uh, to make it go. But that's one of the things about playing in Madison Square Garden that the Knicks have a bit of a disadvantage in a weird way. Because everybody wants to play in Madison Square Garden. Everyone wants to show out and have a big game. And yeah. uh, Dejounte Murray obviously was on his freaking game yesterday. You never know when a guy from Ireland is flown over to Madison Square Garden, <laughs> sitting in the crowd. That's gotta, what I. That's what I'm saying. Got to play your best. Uh, and I know we're pinging around here a lot, but uh, there's a lot of talk about Lowry Markkinen. Wow, All Star Lowry Markkinen, get him in there. You know the numbers are incredible, right? Yep. We got to start doing it for Porzingis too. This guy's on fire, man. To start the got season, a great game. Thirty and nine last night. And he's averaging this season 21, eight and a half, two and a half assists, shooting 52% from the floor, 37 if we're rounding up from three, decent. And uh, obviously 87 at the line. He's pretty uh, pretty solid there for a giant dude. I always forget he's 7-3, always. Um, and he's and he's playing some interior defense. That's uh, why they call him Perzingis, man. He's great when he plays. He, he's con- he contributes on both sides of the yeah. court. But can he play more than 50 games in a season is always the question because he's good when he's out there. That's true. That's true. And he's already made an all-star game. Yeah, that's easy to forget. That's his third year with the Knicks, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to forget that one. Yeah, it's hard It's hard not to think about Porzingis when you talk about Markkinen and, and vice versa. But hopefully Markkinen can keep this up and uh, do what he's doing. He mm-hmm. had a tiny bit of a quiet night. Only 10 attempts yesterday and 14 points against the Mavs. All right, final uh, what you got here. What was the most dominant win from last night? Was it the Bulls taking care of the Hornets? Was it the Raptors crushing the Spurs, who are missing a lot of their star guys in San Antonio? Or was it the Bucks uh, not messing around this time against the Pistons and dominating them? Uh, Bulls, Raps, or Bucks? What you got, Trey Kirby? I mean, the Raptors won by 43. <laughs> is that the biggest win so far this season? I didn't check, but I have to assume it is. I don't think we've seen a bigger than 43. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. We've That's seen huge. some like 38s and 39s, but oh, there, 43. I think there was a 41. Okay. The Grizzlies beat the Mavs or vice versa. Grizzlies smacked the Mavs, smacked I think, somebody. on the first okay. Saturday. But, but yeah. But I mean, not 43. <laughs> 43 is a lot of points. That's a big time win. Uh, but obviously the Bulls were the most dominant last night. The hard-working <laughs> oh, weekday Bulls. Starters did nothing in this game. 
10 points for Levine, 9 for DeRozan. The Bulls turned the ball over 19 times, and they still won by 18 points. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Patrick Williams was the only starter to shoot over 32% in this game for the Bulls. 16 points on 7-9 shooting. He just seemed to realize, oh, I'm actually stronger than most of the guys that are guarding me. They had McDaniels on him. He's twice as wide as McDaniels. Put him in the basket. Why not? Bench was great for Chicago again. 16 for Goran Dragic. 10 for Derek Jones Jr. And 17 to lead the Bulls for Javante Green. There's five Javantes out there. Six Bulls finished in double digits. The Hornets made seven of 32 threes. The Bulls made 14 at 31. They dominated them. All three of these teams did. They did. Where are you uh, going? Well, you can't go with the Raps because the Spurs didn't have Keldon Johnson. So, you know, they didn't have their... Or Devin Vassell. Their, yeah, yeah, their best player, their best shooter. So, nah. Uh, I won't choose I won't choose that one. They're playing really well right now, though, I will say. The Raps. They, oh, I, God, mean, yeah. I know they're playing a bunch of nobodies last night there in San Antonio, but... No, oh they are God. cooking. Spicy P had a triple-double in three quarters. Boucher, monster off the bench. Uh, check your wallets right now, everybody. Check your wallets, because OG probably took it. Guy's on fire stealing the ball. He's looking like the young Kawhi where you're like... He's baiting people into steals now. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. He had another five last night. I think he had, what, five the, the game before, too. So yeah. in the league in steals right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they, just, they just look they look like a damn good, scary team right now. They, What's wild is they look better without Van Vliet because mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no small guy out there. Gary, Gary Trent Jr. is their smallest guy, and he's like 6'5", 6'6". And he's not that – I mean, he's their worst defender out there, and he's not even that bad. Whew. Dominant win. Dominant win, and it's nice to see when Fred goes down that they have a guy in Scotty Barnes who can essentially act as the point guard. Yeah. Him and Siakam. Yeah, yeah. Siakam is the, the center of the universe, but uh, you know, Pasc- or, uh, Scotty can just take over. I'm surprised Gary Trent is 6'5". doesn't feel that way. Um, but uh, OG <laughs> well, and Maybe I, I've rounded up. Is he 6'4"? No, that's what basketball uh, refer- uh, reference says, 6'5". Okay. And, and now that they're actually measuring guys before this season, you can buy into that. He's not the, the shortest I think he would be is 6'4". But they're actually measuring people <laughs> okay. now. He's so, a skinny 6'5", I think is the thing. Like he, he's very skinny yeah. to me, so it yeah. makes him look shorter. <laughs> or maybe it's because... <laughs> that makes sense? No. <laughs> maybe it's because the Raps play all... Giants, yeah, generally. Yeah. So, he, he <laughs> so you're like, small. oh, that guy's tiny. But uh, Pascal Siakam has been in OG Ananobi's ear, apparently. He's he's telling him, you're special on the defensive end. Like, you can do anything oh. you want out there. And he is. Uh, the, the Kawhi comparison is good. Sometimes the steals per game is a little bit of an empty stat, but OG's near th- three per game. I think that's that's for real because he's he's that good. Him and Shea Gilgis-Alexander have sort of been up there. DeJounte Murray. Fred Van Vliet's up there. Then it comes to Dennis Smith Jr. when you're rounding out the top five. And, yeah, that's where you get into some empty stats. Uh, but, uh, I mean... He's locking down this year, man. He's locking down <laughs> he's as down. a bench Don't player. Don't you say that about Dennis. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, who do who gets the stat? The, 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 the poker or the corral? Well, didn't we have somebody, was it in the stream team or tweeted at us? It should be like football when it comes to the steal. Like, they do half sacks. They do. When two guys wrap up sacks. a quarterback like Matt Ryan. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't we have uh, half steals of the poker and the uh, corraler? The lazy, lazy scorekeepers. <laughs> they just uh, don't want true. it. That's yeah. true. Like, ah, that's true. more math. Yeah, just one, <laughs> 1.0, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, in football, you have so much time. Oh, let's figure it out. <laughs> 40 seconds before the next right. play. I was at Watch a Falcons it. game. Danielle said, whoa, this is exciting. And I said, really? Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to so? a basketball game? Right, right. She likes the uh, the stop and start and the stop and the start. 
really? of a football game. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. There's lots of there's lots of bells, lots of whistles there in uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. It's it's <laughs> a, a lovely stadium, well, great it's, facilities, it's great. But uh, Falcons, they're not as good as that four and four record. Don't oh, jeez. Come oh, on. The NFC is down to yeah. They got a chance, man. I know they got a chance, they're but gonna they're going to get popped. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, the Raps should be up. I hate to be down on the on the Raps because their defense does look absolutely great. So yeah. what's your answer? I guess I it's, don't know. Oh, it's got to be the Bucs then. It's got to be <laughs> the Bucs. 6-0. and 6-0 and at home. Can these guys get on the road a little bit? <laughs> yes. 6-0 at home, only 1-0 on the road. <laughs> it is weird. They have, they've had a very strange schedule, but they matched the franchise record the Bucs have here with their seventh win to open the season. And... You know, they had just played the Pistons. It was a really close game. Uh, and Giannis says, we're not messing around here tonight. Did you see what he did, like, in the first quarter? <laughs> he had, like, 15 of their 31 yeah. points. And he was just like – it was one of those, like, holy shit, he just wants to get this over with right <laughs> now. And uh, it was wild. And the Pistons, they, they, they were there. Um, but it was weird that the Bucks were leading at half, even though they were shooting 2 of 21 from deep. And they were up. Because they were killing them in the paint. A lot of that with Giannis, 34 to 14 at the half in the paint. Just a half. And they had the lead uh, by nine. And this is, I mean, it's they're, they are definitely not being talked about a lot here, the Bucks, Which is pretty insane that they're perfect and they don't have Middleton. Or even Connaughton, who is one of their better shooters. Like, these guys <laughs> are out of That's two of their top seven. That's easily. crazy. Like, Middleton, like, you could go through other teams and you we would be, in a lot of cases, we'd be like, oh my god, this team's undefeated without... Blank, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe even the Cavs. We talked like obviously a lot about them. They didn't have Garland basically for this entire season up until last night, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they'd only lost one. That was the one he played. Like, they don't have Middleton. This guy's a twenty to twenty-five point per game score, like in his sleep, and uh, they're still taking care of business here. They're, they are, they are. When you're doing tiers, they have to be at the top. They are the top tier. Yeah, yeah. They are the top tier by themselves. They've been so dominant that the only thing you really hear about the Bucks right now is that their schedule is too easy. They're like, hey, yeah. how come these guys never play? Yeah. How come they never go on the road? How come they get to play all the bad teams? <laughs> They're going to start, I think, 9-0. 7-0 right now. They got the Timberwolves on Friday. Ooh. They got the Thunder on Saturday. Then they come to Atlanta to play the Hawks on Monday. I'm going down to that. That's going to be a good game. You're going to see a Hawks win. Third game in four nights. Bucks going on the road for that one. That's the first loss of the year for the Bucks. There's no – hold on. You're telling me these next two games are also at home from Milwaukee? Minis- no, 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 no. Oh, they okay. play at Minnesota Friday, and then they play at home against Oklahoma okay. City. Then they come back okay, to Okay, some traveling ATL. there. Yep. All right, all right. Uh, we'll see. Let's call it there with the what you got. Let's hear your answers in the stream team. I know you guys are chiming in. If you're listening or watching later. Let us know in the comments or tweet them in uh, your answers to those what you gots. We'll take our first break. When we come back, some NBA news. All right, back with the boys in the Classic Factory. Some NBA news for you guys. First one here, Kyrie Irving and the Nets released a long joint statement with the Anti-Defamation League, there you go, on Wednesday, denouncing all forms of hatred and oppression a week after Kyrie posted a link to a film considered by many, many to be anti-Semitic. Kyrie and the Nets will also each donate $500,000 to causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance. Uh, what do you guys think of the joint statement here from Kyrie and ADL and the Nets, I guess? It feels like a bit of a joke, to be honest. It feels very empty to, to read this from Kyrie and to not have him come on camera, him talk to anybody, him not apologize. This is strictly a press release. It doesn't feel like anything. It doesn't it doesn't do anything to help eradicate demonizing an entire race. It's just 
it's something that uh, Kyrie talks about that he wants to learn from all cultures, all walks of life. And he has done that with his the Native Indian community. Uh, he, he does. But uh, in this instance, he didn't do a single thing, really. <laughs> to, you, we've seen other people who have done wrong in the eyes of many before, like Tim Hardaway Sr., like Myers Leonard. And they go and, and they learn about the cultures and the communities and understand it a little bit better. But this this is... This is not a. This doesn't nothing to me. I mean, it really, it really is just a, a press release, and it's it's unfortunate because, uh, it, it, again, it's on the backs of the Kanye West thing, and there's just and there's people that will continue to defame an entire race, uh, and uh, really, this is nothing. Uh, not, not there's no sorry, right. <laughs> even. That's what I a mean, lot of people are saying. There's no apology in it. He says no he takes sorry. full responsibility. Some people are saying that's him apologizing. Other people are like, why isn't he just apologizing? What are your thoughts? He ta- he definitely takes full responsibility for hurting people, but doesn't say anything about yeah. actually hurting the people. He says that he doesn't believe every part of this documentary that he linked to. So I'm kind of with Tass. This is like barely better than nothing. Uh, but I assume he's going to eventually have to answer questions. Yeah. So I would like to see the Nets make him available to the media so they can ask him, what do you not believe about this? What do you believe? And how do you think you hurt people? Questions he definitely needs to answer. Moving on here, there's nothing official yet. As far as I know, we are live here, but uh, Woj reported on ESPN's get-up program that the Brooklyn Nets could hire suspended Celtics coach Ime Yudoka as early as Wednesday. What day is it today? It's Thursday. Today is Thursday, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So yesterday was Wednesday. Today is Thursday. So Woj, what happened? But I guess it could happen soon here. Uh, Woj told Greeny, quote, Yudoka could be on the bench by as soon as this road trip on the weekend, end quote. And, uh, you know, Shams, our guy at The Athletic, was saying back on November 1st that it was looking like it was going to be Udoka, even though Sean Marks in his press conference said, no, 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 we haven't made that decision yet. So we're waiting to find out uh, if it is. Um, For those that don't know, have been living under a rock, Udoka was suspended in September, not that long ago, as a result of having an intimate relationship with a female member of the Celtics organization. Uh, To use the Celtics' words, it was a volume of violations of the team policy, and I think the woman later accused Yudoka of making unwanted comments toward her. Otherwise, there is still a lot of what really happened yeah. uh, with this situation, Yudoka and this woman with the Celtics, or women with the Celtics. Um, but yeah, what are your uh, your thoughts here if, if the Nets are moving forward here with Yudoka? I know we've talked about it already over the last couple of podcasts, but anything to add? I guess the Nets said to themselves that maybe the better PR move is to uh, pretend that we're vetting Ime Yudoka before we hire him. <laughs> which is a, uh, it's just a buying a little bit more time because it sure feels like whether it's Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> uh, that they're going to hire him yeah. and he is going to be their head coach and he is not going to suffer any sort of suspension really yeah he's got to move cities but he's still going to be a head coach after a, a couple months uh, it, it's it, it's it's a whole it's a very interesting thing where one business you know the Boston Celtics as a business decide we're suspending this guy but then. Somebody else says, well, we'll, we're okay with it. And so it's going to be um, so many different issues, so many different personalities bubbling up in that Brooklyn Nets locker room. I find it hard to believe that it's going to go right in any way, shape, or form. This is uh – it's a very Brooklyn Netsy thing, though, to do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Another another awkward headline coming for the Nets, and I think another awkward press conference for Sean Marks 
if he sticks around for it, <laughs> right, which right. Is, which I do think is a question, but considering the previous relationships with Marx and Udoka and Durant, maybe he does. But yeah, there are definitely going to be questions that Ime Udoka and Sean Marks are going to have to answer about his tenure coming to an end with the Celtics. And I mean, I think it's a little indicative of how happy the Celtics are that somebody has taken Udoka off their hands, that they're not even asking for compensation. The guy was a good coach for him last year. Yeah. Took him to the finals and they suspended him. Usually when a coach goes from team to team, you get some sort of draft pick com- compensation or something. They didn't even ask for it. They're like, this is your problem now. You deal with it. You answer all the questions. So that's going to be a tough thing for Sean Marks and the Nets to do. And I think we will probably hear leaks about what actually happened with Ime Udoka yeah. when he finally goes to another team, similar to the way you hear locker room stuff, you know, when a player gets traded or yep. something. Uh, highly encourage everyone to, uh, if you have an athletic subscription, hopefully you do. If you don't, go get one, theathletic.com slash no dunks. Uh, Kelsey Russo of The Athletic wrote a really, really uh, well-written column on this Udoka probably going to coach the Nets, uh, speaking about this potential hire and, and, and you know, what is, what is this, if they do move on or move forward with Yudoka, what, is, what are they saying to the women that work in their organization mm-hmm. uh, who could be affected by such a hire? And, you know, is it a slap in the face of the women that work there in the league and stuff like that? I, I think you should go read it if you haven't already. And then there was another article, I think it was Jason Lloyd, um, talking to Marcus Smart about this whole Yudoka situation. And I felt like Smart was a lot of us, like, he was confused by this whole thing. Like, he was, like, saying to Lloyd, like, Smart was, like, we just thought he was coming back. Mm-hmm. He was suspended for a year. He did things against the team policy, and and now he's going. Like what? You know what? Like so, very confusing. This this whole thing. But he's not there yet. He is not their head coach yeah. uh, as of you know ten forty nine here on Thursday morning. <laughs> right? I felt like yesterday was a Thursday. Absolutely. I felt. I feel like today's a Friday. All week has been off. Now what? why is that? Why is that? Why is I have a theory. I, I like the I Monday don't. Halloween. Well, Monday Halloween, but yeah, we we flipped over to the new month, of course, this week. I like the first to always be on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be the rule. We just always <laughs> always start the first on the Monday. That's why we're off a day here. So, hold on. <laughs> you want? Do you want every month then to be twenty eight days? Because that's the only way it works. Absolutely. I love that idea. I like it too. <laughs> People complain about a shorter survivor season, you know? 26 days ain't 39 days. But if every month goes to 28 days, I think it's good. Okay. What, what do you what? think of that? Let us know in the comments. Up or down. Uh, all right. This is an interesting piece of news. Uh, Overtime Elite has signed a media rights deal with Amazon Prime. Uh, the streaming network will air 20 games in each of the next three seasons uh tk you were telling me the other day hey skeets let's go down to an overtime elite gotta game go to the lte because they record it uh or they're gonna be broadcast here from atlanta they play the games here uh what do you think about this yeah i was saying we gotta go because it's impossible to figure out how to actually watch these games <laughs> outside of clips on instagram yeah so now that they're gonna be on amazon prime people with our eyeballs see amen and osser thompson two top 10 picks uh, yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, OTE, I don't know anything about them, except for that they're here. So I feel like we should go, because I kind of regret not going to see Anthony Edwards play in high school when he was still local. We saw him win. be nice to say. Maybe yeah. can say about these guys. But the most interesting thing to me is that this shows Amazon getting into the basketball streaming game. They've got football already. They've got MLB already. They've got WNBA. I think they do some overseas NBA action. Obviously, I don't know. But now they're going to be putting future NBA players on. We know that the NBA rights deal is coming up 
pretty soon, yep. they're going to want it on NBA rights. So we might be talking about uh, a new presentation from Amazon Prime, and this will kind of be the test, seeing what Overtime Elite does. Yeah, it's also going to test my uh, remote control skills, having to jump around apps to watch every single game. It's a test. It's it's a new challenge in today's day and age. Uh, you got to watch games on every app. It is cool for Amazon to be jumping into ha- to offer another competitor. But it's, what's really cool is OTE being this mature, this established in just year two. Yeah, this is just year two. The league started. Uh, you call it a league, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year and. Uh, yeah, I just read about it from uh, Johnny Hollinger, who goes down to scout, essentially, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of players who go on to play in the Summer League, uh, who potentially get drafted, as you mentioned there, the Twins. Uh, lots of guys who, who go on to play, uh, even in the G League. And I see that shiny building driving down the highway there on the 85. <laughs> it looks like a, a nice... Nice, nice little facility. spot to yeah. watch a game. Okay, so nice I could facility. I could see some cameras in there making it happen for Amazon, but not only are they airing some of the games, but they also have invested in OTE uh, to uh, to make it you know, a, a, definitely a league that can rival not only the G League, uh, but college basketball. So again, to be in year two and to get a TV rights deal, it's not even, is it a TV rights deal? Well, it's a streaming uh, And streaming deal. deal. Yeah. That's what I got to go with. Live sports. Anyways, it's, yeah, and obviously, as Trey said, an extension of this is potentially a, a bid for professional basketball oh yeah, yeah. that's coming because uh, real gm the other day had the uh, headline that the nba is preparing to sell a package of streaming only games under its next media rights uh, deal with the bidding to likely start at one billion dollars a year so you know major streaming companies like amazon here apple you, you gotta assume that they're gonna want these live sports that's a great <laughs> billion a year to stream these games. So they are making them some money. Uh, the other thing I would add to this, I, I read in the uh, the article from, uh, I believe it was Mike Borkinoff at The Athletic, Amazon's going to air uh, an overtime season-long unscripted series, too, with the, the part of this that yeah. they'll be working on. So, you know, a little hard knocks-like thing, mm-hmm. maybe? I don't know. They've been doing really good. Drive to survive? Uh, when, I, when I'm TikToking, which isn't very very often, but I, I see the social media accounts from, these, from OTE, um, yeah, and, they and are big on like Instagram and, and oh, TikTok yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're good at it. Yeah. So I could see the the hard knocks like okay. move uh, being a good one. Uh, final piece of news here. I slipped this in at the buzzer. Uh, Shams tweeted this morning. For the first time ever, all 15 NBA games on Monday, this is this coming Monday, will be available to watch for free on the new NBA app. All 30 teams are playing November 7th ahead of having Tuesday off to encourage voting on election day. So, all 30 teams playing on Monday night. Now, I found this out last night because I just said I was thinking of going down to the Hawks game on Monday. Uh-huh. And uh, my buddy Jared asked me, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. So I'm thinking, let me just check the schedule. Probably 7 or 7.30. They're usually 7.30 starts here in Atlanta. I was like, yeah, I'll just double-check that. 8.15. What the hell's going on? We don't got a World <laughs> Series game here to worry about. No. 8.15 start. I was very confused. I was like, that's got to be a typo. And so I looked at the NBA schedule. And sure enough, what Woj, uh, Shams excuse me, is saying, all 15 teams, all or 30 teams and 15 games are playing, but they're all staggered by 15 minutes. We start at 7 o'clock, then the next game starts at 7.15, next game starts at 7.30, and so on. Crazy. Think we'll have 15 buzzer beaters that we could all want? <laughs> no. They should. They should rig it that way. Rig it. <laughs> rig it. Rig the hoop, but anyway, rig the game. 
Uh, and then no games on the Tuesday because of uh, election day. Yeah, what's what's going on here on the Monday night with the 15 minutes? <laughs> the yeah, staggered why? thing why? is very weird. Is it a so are they attempting a red zone court cuts? Maybe they're gonna crunch time. Yeah, the crunch time situation. I guess yeah, that's try it out. I guess is the idea, right? Uh, an NC, <laughs> yeah, it's like an NCAA slight NCAA tournament scheduling here. Right, right. Yeah, so you don't miss the action. You don't miss those final five <laughs> minutes in theory of each game. What do you think, Trey? Any thoughts on this this experiment here? Uh, it's weird to me to see start times that say like nine fifteen. I know, man. Eight forty five. That's the eight forty five to me just looks the weirdest at the start time. It is Bulls Raptors though, so W for the Bulls. It's a Monday, so that one. Um, but I'm, I don't know if there's fifteen games on. You can't watch fifteen games. You can't do it. You physically can't do it. Oh, you bet. It's impossible. <laughs> it's literally impossible. I mean, there was eleven games on last night. It's impossible. You can't do it. But you can Even watch. Even if they're 15 minutes, you can, drops. you can watch in theory the final five minutes. Final five but minutes. First five minutes only. Well, first only five minutes. Only guaranteed first five true, minutes. True, yeah, true, true. Who knows about the fouls? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's mm. a good point. Not, not every game is going to be two hours and five minutes. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to vary. But I do like them at least uh, yeah, you know, making it an event out of literally nothing. You know, like this is just a random Monday night. They didn't have to put all 15 games on. We don't need that. <laughs> like it's rare to see 30 teams play in the league. Even on opening night, they don't do that. Yeah, yeah, they try and do it before Thanksgiving when there isn't uh, any games on Thanksgiving. But this is rare. Yeah, give it a whirl, though. They're trying something. I, I guess it is for watching those last few minutes. And I guess we could do it. Maybe we should just have a crunch time here. <laughs> well, oh, and, hold on, hold on. You want to you want to live stream us watching the first yes. five minutes of every uh, game? No, no. <laughs> Last five minutes. Last five minutes? Yeah. Oh, so you want to do our own crunch time. Yeah, our oh. own red zone crunch time. Wow. I mean, we really don't have to do much uh, because we're not going to be broadcasting the games here <laughs> no. in the Classic Factory. Uh, we'll just Classic be watching time. it. I don't know if I can trust your remote skills. You said yeah. you got problems finding the Amazon app. Yeah. No, I'm not saying find the Amazon <laughs> app. It just used to be really easy to, to switch between channels. <laughs> it did. It, did. it yeah. absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now you got to hard press the old menu button on the Apple yeah. TV to jump all the way to the menu. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But listen, then you got to log in. Anyway, uh, it's just not as easy. It's just not as easy. More clicks. More clicks. Things can go wrong. Sometimes Things are better on the NBA app. remotes are nuts, too. Things are better on the NBA app. Yeah. Since, uh, that is, I, that's the part. Like, Let's not gloss over that part. I guess this whole experiment on the Monday night. You're going to be able to watch for free. Free on the new NBA app. So they're they're teasing you. That's what they want to get you in. Oh. They want to get you in. They want to get you in. Uh, then they want you to pay that $99. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't I know, didn't that. know that. that. Okay. Okay. Let's take our uh, final break. When we come back, pick them results. And a very uh, interesting tweet of the night that uh, spurs a great question. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. 
and their expert coaches and non-stop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Diti, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Off of that Indochino ad and the Hoko line for homecoming, uh, Rap Stallion here in the stream team said something that I always think of too. He thinks of Hobart Covington when that ad comes on. Instead of Robert Covington, Roco as they call him, uh, Hobart or Hobart. I'm not sure how you would say it. Uh, Covington. I agree. I do the exact same thing, Rap Stallion. So you're not alone out there. <laughs> Poco. Okay. Uh, okay, let's get to pick'em results from last night. We had that uh, very entertaining Celtics-Cavs game, and Tass and I had Boston to cover. It goes to overtime, and they lose, so Cleveland gets the, uh, the cover and the win, of course. Trey goes to 1-1, one one, same as Tass. I'm 0-2, looking for my first win here in November. What's tonight's game? Only two games on the schedule tonight, and they're not on TNT on Thursday night again. I was just an old man saying I don't like the uh, jumping in and around apps, but I also like my TNT on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. They're giving up another day to the NFL, just conceding it, bending the knee to the NFL. That's a little ridiculous. Come on. They own Monday. They own Thursday now. They own Sunday. What day is NBA day? I guess it's Tuesday, I guess, because TNT has Tuesday nights. They've basically converted now from Thursday to Tuesdays for the first few months of the season. Then they'll go to Thursday, I guess, when football is done. But own a day! <laughs> own right? A day. Yeah. Come on, Thursday Wednesday. was Thursday. Hey, Wednesday's a big night. It is. Wednesday's a big league pass night, though. Yeah. yeah it's it's a big ESPN league and then league yeah, pass. ESPN yeah. league pass. There's yeah. no big desk where men sit at and tell you <laughs> that they sort of like the sport, as Charles does. You know, that's... <laughs> sort of like the sport. I don't know. I yeah, just, it's I, Tuesday of the day. Get a giant desk <laughs> twice as big as the desk they have now <laughs> i like that four games on tuesdays a double double header double double header yeah monster desk start at seven eight nine and ten i just need a big desk anyway what's <laughs> one of the games on nba tv if you're not a league pass friend, league pass warriors magic nba tv nuggets thunder and that's the one that okay. we're picking five and a half points the Thunder are getting at home as the dog, so they wow. can lose by five or less and still cover against the Nuggets who are coming to town. Skeets and I think that uh, the Nuggets will bounce back oh, after I, their loss. I changed my pick in the dock this morning. I had OKC, and I oh, said, oh. Uh, mm. I'm not feeling it. I got to go against my gut right now. Mm. Oh, anti-gut. Uh, yeah, so that's what I did. OKC, man, they're on a winning streak. Four, right? They're hot. Yeah, they're four so. and three. Yeah. Yeah, some underwhelming opponents, but yeah, they're playing really well. I just think that Dallas bounce, Dallas, Denver bounces back. But uh, I'm a little Trey's worried who's going to slow Jokic uh, on the uh, OKC Thunder. Yeah, if he wants to, he could, he could bully them. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Uh, that's a mostly a mostly a graphical swerve, but I do like that the Thunder are getting five and a half points. Yeah, that's sure. chunky, and they've got the future MVP. <laughs> Out with the old, in with the new. <laughs> right. Oh, the passing of the torch that's, tonight. That's right. Jokic will <laughs> give it to Shea Gildas Alexander. Mm. Uh, all right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. 
lot of NBA talk already. So this tweet of the night has nothing to do with basketball. Pretty much, it comes from Simone Fee. Responding to a what's your most benign, unpopular opinion engagement farming tweet, Simone replies... (laughs) The average spork is two spoon dominant. Wow, that's a great. I never great thought take. that, but it is totally true. You can't use those tines on the end of a spork. <laughs> you can't stab anything with a spork. Try it, and that thing will fold in half. Yeah, it's so it's it's eighty percent eighty percent spoon. It ten, some have the knife built in on the side too. That's, that's like five percent knife, fifteen percent fork. <laughs> that's where I put it. 80% spoon, 15% fork, 5% knife. The ones with the, uh, the slicer. The slicer. Yeah. 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 You should just so carry around a Swiss Army knife and eat with that. Because that's what you're eating with. Is there a spoon on a Swiss Army knife? <laughs> if, you, if you get one of the high <laughs> really? class ones, maybe. Wow. I don't know. They could put anything in there. The Swiss yeah. are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys got any benign popular opinions? Here's one. Every month should have 28 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the people in this... Uh, stream team, we're doing the math. Eric Kuhn said 28 days. <laughs> yeah. By 13 months equals <laughs> 364 days. Oh, we in, gotta get we gotta in. get a new month. We need to name a new uh, month. We gotta get a new month. And where's it going? Uh, that's a great question. The people were suggesting <laughs> <laughs> the name of the new month is Smarch. <laughs> so I guess put it after March, maybe. I, yeah, I would have to. And then I also like that uh, B. Wideman here suggested 28 day months work perfectly. Yeah, 364 days. But you get one extra day at the end of the year for New Year's. We're that's, back to 365. This is better. It's a better system. It's yeah. better. Damn, just invented a new system. Yeah. Done and done. <laughs> Where are you at, Julius Caesar? <laughs> In your face, man. Any other uh, benign, unpopular opinions? Yeah, I've got one. Um, stemmed wine glasses are stupid mm. and dumb. <laughs> now, I know what you're going to say. The snobs out there are going to say. They serve a point, the, the stem of a wine glass. Allows you to hold the glass yeah. without warming the wine inside. Okay. Uh, yeah. I say to that, you're drinking your wine too slow. The other thing is, uh, uh, you know, I guess you can swirl it better. That's a certified douche move. So <laughs> we don't need the stems. We don't need the stems because I and, – and here's the cons for them. They break way easy, easily – more easy than uh, any other glassware you have. You can't put a – you can't even – don't even think about putting it in the uh, dishwasher. And then, and then oh, yeah, do it yourself. Do it yourself. You'll probably break it in the sink. You're too strong. You don't know your own strength. <laughs> You're too strong. And they're much more of a pain to store, I think. I just love a nice Italian, Portuguese, small little juice glass for wine. That's the move. So stemmed wine glasses are dumb. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, can't, good I can't argue that much. Did you, did you say about the temperature stuff? Well, yeah, like, yeah, the warming. warming. Yeah, the warming of the hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only argument. I, again, just bite, drink it faster. <laughs> yeah. That's why you like a small coffee mug, I, isn't it? I, absolutely. And I love a small little... Uh, little glass like that. JD, chime in here. I know you drink a lot of wine. What are your thoughts on this? How uh, dare you? What are you talking about? What? I don't drink that much wine, do I? You're always uh, putting it on the edge of your I, uh, couch. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I enjoy a glass of wine. And I, when I drink red wine, I, it's in a cup, like a, a Portuguese little yes. tumbler or whatever. Don't you like <laughs> filling it up more often, too? I like that. And nobody knows how much you're drinking. You know, one of the, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's sort of it's hidden by your hand, you know? <laughs> I, uh, do. But I I know how much you're drinking. There are a lot of empty bottles out by the recycling bin oh, for somebody's, months. Somebody's <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, they don't do glass recycling. You got to take the yeah, garbage. Yeah, exactly. Take it. Take it. Are, that's like three otherwise you throw worth. it in the garbage. 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. How garbage. crazy is that? Yeah, driving it to the to the recycling. And also, I'm on the box now. I just box wine. Yeah, because I'm the only one drinking it, so it's, oh. it actually stays fresher longer. And you know, I could go like a week without having a glass, and then. But a uh, a white wine, I like a stem. Right. Keep it cool. What about what about like a Stella beer glass in a stem? What are uh, your What are your thoughts there? Oh, you was, know how it gives yeah, you yeah, yeah. it gives you in like a. It's a stem. It's branding. It's branding. It's branding. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, but what about, it's fine. It's... What about putting your nose in it? Being a really smelly a. You gotta. You gotta put your <laughs> nose in it. Smelly a. <laughs> it's true that they're bigger, and you it does oxidize it and all that. I know. But, I, know. I know. I'm drinking out of a box, so what do I'm I care? I'm not drinking good wine either. Like yeah. we're, we're drinking cheap wine, and we're yeah. loving every minute of it. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> oh, wink. I, that's hey, a man. good joke. <laughs> I, no longer have, I no longer have the wink service, but that's For a good someone. joke. Uh, wink's, not, it's cheap. wink's not cheap, is no, it? No, it's actually it's not. Pretty no, it's, no, you just, I just, we got a Lidl now. Shout out to Lidl in the neighborhood. Lidl? You know what a Lidl is? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's German, I think. It's all, uh, it's like, you know what it is? It's like a no frills in Canada. Yeah, it's, it's an Aldi just, remix. Yeah, yeah. You don't uh, know what they're going to have when you go Anyway, there. they have cheap wine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, it's uh, very, very affordable. Uh, I do that at Trader Joe's. Yeah. I listen to the Trader Joe's podcast, and they get me excited for their $4 wines. Mm. $4? Wow, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> R.I.P. to my man, Two Buck Chuck. <laughs> Charles Shaw. <laughs> there you go. On us from what, what about you, J.D. or Tass? <laughs> I mean, do you have uh, benign, unpopular opinions? NBA-related even, if you want? I don't you know. know, I do. Many. <laughs> I thought I, I thought one would come to me. I didn't write one down because I thought I'm just going to go off the cuff, but none are coming right now. None are coming. <laughs> there are some. There's definitely one in there. I have, oh, man, I, many. I have many. I didn't write them down. I yeah. thought they would just come yeah. to me, and now yeah. they're not coming to no, me. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I thought some, something would come from the spork, but it did not. Um uh, JD, do you have you any? Yeah, any? I'm also, I didn't write anything down. I didn't think it was going to. Well, in the doc, it said NBA related. I was like, eh, I don't have to worry about this one. Uh, here's a, here's an unpopular opinion is that last night was the worst episode of Survivor of the season. And everybody gets mad at me when I, when I start <laughs> hating on Survivor. But I love the show. But last night's episode was not, what? not my Save favorite. it, save not it, save it for no buffs, That's which good. we're recording in two hours' time. <laughs> For all you Survivor fans, go subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube or uh, wherever you download and listen to podcasts. There it is. JD's going to crap all over this episode. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad, but uh, we'll get into it on No Buffs. I have some NBA ones, I guess, on popular opinions. It's one we've argued about before. I don't even know if it's that unpopular, but uh, all NBA selections, like first, second, third team, they don't mean anything. You made the all NBA, it's all that matters. I knew it. Matter. I knew it. What? That those uh, NBA, all NBA, you guys talk about every year, just means nothing. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I, I was always too one. afraid to ask. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> it's like, what does don't this mean? Afraid. It doesn't mean anything. It's a pretend team that nobody plays on it, and who cares? <laughs> exactly. I knew it. Uh, another one is this is about wedgies. Okay. <laughs> I think wedgies uh, should go to the offensive team. I don't think we should jump it up. I don't think uh, both teams should have a team at getting uh, a chance at getting the wedgie. 
Give the ball. It's a. It's a. We we applaud the wedgie here on the show. So give him another chance to go back to back wedgies. Wedgie sticks. Give it to the team that just shot it. What I happens mean, when the team blocks it? I guess yeah, give it to the defense team. I I actually think it should go to the defense. The defense should get the ball because that's a stop. That's a missed shot. Yeah, but we we here in No Dumps world, we like talk about wedgies as much as we possibly can. We we think it's a good thing. So we should applaud the uh, the offense for giving us a wedgie. Give them another crack at it. I mean, the defense. Why don't we applaud them for forcing a shot that turned into a wedgie and give them the reward of trying to get their own wedgie? Okay, on a block wedgie, I'm with you. Whoever gives us the wedgie keeps the ball. No jumps is what I'm getting at. It's definitely it's still 100% jumps, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. they have changed the rule in terms of a challenge. So when a play is challenged, let's say, a, a, whatever, a shot goes up, and the, the team that's closest to the ball after the challenge or has the ball in possession gets the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be a jump on a challenge, but yeah, they, right. they've made a judgment call, whoever has the ball. So that's that's a nice little – I think that's fresh for this year. I think so. Um, which is nice, but they haven't changed the wedgie. No, wedgies, I believe, we, we still jump it I, up. Yeah. I think they should – make a judgment call as to whoever is closest if it's a defender whoever they think is going to get the ball like, <laughs> like well, see i was going to come on here and say wedgie sticks live ball, live ball go get wedgie. it boys but then i'm like that goes against what we always say let it breathe let's get a good camera shot of it mm. let's get some commentary on it so if that get you know so i'm going against what we usually say Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Some, uh, quite quite often, you'll see a, a mid ranger get wedged, a three pointer get wedged, yeah. and the only people who will possibly corral that ball are the defense. There's like three people there mm-hmm. waiting, mm-hmm. waiting for that wedge. Ooh, this is controversial. This is good. Just waiting, so it should just leave it up to the referees. We need more referees looking at the video, <laughs> before, looking at a monitor, getting Bill Kennedy in there. The wedgie goes to. That team. Wow, okay. Because okay. <laughs> Billy likes his pauses. He does. He's he great, does. though. He's, He's got a great voice, too. Oh. Got a great um, lean. Similar sort of vein here where we're talking about, like, challenges and, like, referees looking at the monitor and stuff like that. We should – I don't even know if this is unpopular, but get rid of all looking at the monitors and go in and talking to Joe Borgia in New Jersey. Let the player shoot it. Shoot Bang, for ball? Uh, yeah, shoot for ball. Let's, we, do it, we do it in pickup. It's fun. It's great. I would love to see the best shooters in the world. You know, whatever, wherever you want them to shoot from. I don't care. Three-point line, even deeper. Like, just do that. Speed the game up a little bit. Be fun. Man, just bang-bang calls where we're not sure. Like, who's that out on? All right. Home team shoots or maybe it flip-flops in the game. I don't know. Whatever you want. Shoot it. Just give it to them. There you go. Shoot it. That would, you can't tell me people would not be into that. It would get boring fast, I do think. Ah. <sighs> But not, make no, it it's always. not more boring than going uh, also a true. five minute also break true. to look yeah. at it. Yeah, exactly. You're getting rid of reviews, so yeah. that's a good idea. I think it's uh, just quicker. Um, I got it. Sorry, sorry. To get away from basketball for a sec. Cause... You thought of one. Well, yeah. They're all in there. They're all in there. <laughs> you got one. No, I, uh, I've said this before. I'm trying to keep it fresh here. On a 16-year program, I want every single thing we say to have never been said before. And I have said it before, that I hate getting gift cards for restaurants hate it despise it i don't want to have 15 dollars left on a gift card and have to think about uh do i should i will i oh we'll deduct it from the bill i i I just would rather not how too much work way too much work how about this then 
I give you a hundred dollar gift uh, certificate yeah. to uh, what, what do you like? You did once actually. Where, where did I give it to you? Um, it was a conglomerate restaurant conglomerate. Uh, the main one being the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Your wife loves the Cheesecake Factory. She does. Okay, so I give ironically, you, I give you a, ironically, right. I'm not sure. I give you a hundred dollar gift certificate to the Cheesecake Factory. You go, you have a nice meal. You spend uh, fifty five dollars. Here's my certificate, sir. Or your card. <laughs> please, please, please allow me to bring in my forty five dollar certificate next time. I'm certified. No, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. This yeah. is what we should do. So now you have $45 left on this card. Yeah. You should be able to, with your phone and your Venmo, go boop. Oh, yeah. Hold your hold the remaining balance on your phone. Bang. That $45, that card is garbage now. And Cheesecake Factory has paid you $45. Yeah, for sure. Does that make sense? I'm trying to make sense who is paying you. I thought yeah. the card was just on an app, basically. Well, yeah, but some, I, paid for, I paid the Cheesecake Factory $100 to then give you a card. Yeah. To then you use $55, you have 45 still. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory pays you 45 Thanks. That's awesome. That's, that's a, a great idea. That's goes into your Venmo. It's a lot more. You're going to use it. That's a lot of cheese. You can use that Cheesecake Factory. Um, anyway, also, two-handed bowling. Bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> you should not be able to put a second hand right. on a bowling ball. Not even a kid? Okay, a kid. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> Sure. Bumper. If you have a bumper, you can use a second hand on the bowling ball. But like actual bowlers, professional bowlers. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You've talked about this. That they're doing that now. Jason Belmonte, the best in the world. He's a two-hand bowler. Oh, that guy created cigarettes and then he's bowling. <laughs> <laughs> we should call it and, and race horse driving, horse race driving, Belmonte. whatever you call it. I don't this, know. This this <sighs> this segment is going David Doff the rails. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a. Who's David Doff? It's a cigarette. It's a cigarette. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, Demorier, De you know. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a lucky strike. Out, but you brought it back around, buddy. Lucky's. <laughs> All right, let's call it there. Jesus, if you haven't hit the like button by now, what are you waiting for? Come on, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us here. Come on, guys. On today's uh, No Dunks podcast, if you are a Survivor fan and you want to hear JD go crazy about last night's episode come join us live at 1 p.m eastern over at no buffs on youtube and if you want to listen to it obviously no buffs has its own podcast feed so do that also later tonight let's call it because it won't be live is this good here are your photos to give away some of the topics i guess kissing your dog Yes, on, uh, the, on the mouth, I think, specifically. Okay, kissing your dog on the mouth, okay. Uh, uh, sitting on the same side uh, uh, at a restaurant? I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing so. here. And then yeah. uh, find, found money? Find $10. <laughs> Giving kids money. Giving yeah. kids money. Yeah. Okay. These are some of the topics on Is This Good, which will be up <laughs> in its own YouTube and podcast feed later tonight. Special guest, Renee Paquette from AEW. Oh my goodness. Renee stopping by. Finally going to be nice to get a woman's perspective on some of these uh, topics. So, no so Renee badly. joining Matteo, Trey, and JD on Is This Good? I can't wait to uh, listen or watch that one. The promotions I've seen on Instagram and other social media platforms. Definitely good. JD producing mm. some slick videos. Very, very the branding nice. for Is This Good. Yeah. I like the yellow. <laughs> We're talking about most improved player this year. <laughs> wow. MIP, wow. most improved podcast. Uh, ITG branding. for MIP. <laughs> yeah. All right. Start it up. Okay, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. 
Ah, uh, thanks for joining us, and I was going to name some cigarettes, but you know what? That's disgusting. Forget it. That's it. <laughs> Brace the day, people. <laughs>